episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hi guys, welcome back to the BNB podcast, vintage episode number three, part two, the cocktail party. Okay, so that brings us into episode 13. The show opens at Forrester Creations in the design office with Thorn and Ridge. And Thorn offers to help Ridge with whatever he needs. Like, I think referring to as, like, your best man, you know. Yeah. And Ridge says that he got a scare, but it all worked out. And you can tell, like, Thorne's trying to figure out what the hell is going on and what he's talking about. But Ridge is like, it's okay. It worked out. Just drop it. Right? So then Thorne's like, okay. And he tells Ridge that he's impressed that he finally won Bill over. And then it was so weird because Ridge was actually being nice. And it was like freaking me out and it was freaking thorn out okay so ridge gives thorn a gift for being his best man and thorn's like really shocked and you could tell he's like touched you know and he's like oh wow right you never give gifts and it was like a super nice watch and i'm like why is he being so nice i wonder like present day if Thorne got a watch every time Ridge got married. It would at least be up to his elbow, right? Yeah, he would have like a whole watch closet. And then Ridge says, the love of a good woman has changed him. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, literally, last night you weren't saying that. You mean the fear of like a very powerful father-in-law has changed you i know right it's because he feels safe he thinks he isn't got caught he's like okay obviously he's starting to go more in towards the alex camp of okay if it was someone who was really after either of us they would have contacted us by now so now he's thinking he okay maybe she's right maybe it was just a mistaken identity and Maybe I am safe. You ain't safe. (laughs) Yeah, and he, yeah. So he's, like, so relieved. So now he's being, like, all nice. Now we head back to Bill's condo with Caroline. Caroline. Why don't I keep calling her Caroline? With Caroline and Kristen. And Caroline asked Kristen to be her maid of honor. And... She says yes, that she would love to, and they're all excited. But Kristen wants to be called her best woman. But she don't want to be called a maid of honor. Mm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Power structure, what? (laughs) Basically, Caroline is going to have another dress fitting. So she offers to take Kristen home. And Kristen is not excited to have to face Stephanie. Yeah. Who would be? (laughs) I know. She's scary. Like, I'm scared of her myself. Yeah. She she definitely is a force. Okay. 
Is it the dark side? I don't know, but it's a force. Definitely. Definitely. So now we have a really good part. Okay, so we head to Conway Weston's office. And Bill opens the envelope and he sees the photo of Ridge and Alex. And I was a little surprised at first by his reaction because he's like, um, what are you trying to pull? What do you mean? I was like, what do you mean? And exactly. he's like, do you have any proof that this photo was taken last night? How do I know this is not an old photo? Really? Why would he find, like, search down and find an old photo? Right. Because there's no Photoshop, right? Yeah, keep in mind, this Why is 1987. 1987. There is no social media. Therefore, how would he get a, like... Anywhere, anywhere, how would he get a picture of them from any other time than recent? Because why would he be following him at any other time than right now when you were requesting it? But I understand him wanting to be thorough and make sure because he's about to ruin his daughter. Right. Like, I, I get it. A part of him does not want to believe it. But I was just like, why would he lie? Conway has uh, no reason whatsoever to care or even, you know, like be involved, right? Except you paid him. So why would he do that? Yeah, he already cashed the check. Signed and delivered. You're asking for the receipts. Uh, he gave you the receipt. You just didn't know in 1987 that meant proof. <laughs> Yeah, like, what? so then poor Conway has to explain that he's telling the truth. He took the photo last night. He's like, I'm telling you. And he's and he gave he gave Bill the name of Alex's name and her uh, hotel number. And he's like, it happened last night. I'm telling you. And Bill is so shocked. He says, oh, my God, last night. All dramatic. Yeah, because he's recalling that Caroline had um, a couple coffee mugs out when Bill had came home. And she told him, like, no, um, actually, it wasn't Ridge. Ridge was at a business meeting. And Bill actually was happy about that. Like, oh, he even works at night. And then she was like, oh, it was his brother, Thorne, that was here. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So in his mind, he was like, wait. You were out last night, and it wasn't with my daughter. You said it was a business meeting. Uh-oh. Conway did a lie detector test and proven that's a lie. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's, like, putting two and two together, and he's like, wait a minute. Just wait a minute, right? Yep. Now we head over to Forrester Creations. We are with Vivian. I think she's Ridge's assistant, Caroline and Mario. And once again, we see this lovely, beautiful dress. The dress is awful. <laughs> Chelsea, it is. Yeah, it's awful. You're right. <laughs> I can't even take up for it. 
So she's getting her final fitting. Thank goodness. And of course, she's all happy, you know, and Ridge summons Margot, but she's busy. So Vivian goes to see what he wants. And Caroline invites Margot to the cocktail party that yeah. Bill is throwing. And she's like, um, okay, I'll try to stop by. And I'm like, girl, if you only knew. Right. She already been with your man. She's already been there. And done that. <laughs> and that over there as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's about to do your daddy too. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wow. Jeez. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Basically, Ridge is having a press conference and he, he wants Caroline to come and join him and, you know, be in this press conference. And I thought it was weird because she's like, oh, I never I've never done a press conference before. Like, really? Isn't your dad famous in like the business world? See, OK, that's where I'm thinking like. Dollar bill is more of the media I like icon businessman and maybe hundred dollar bill was <laughs> a different type of business because he doesn't know the foresters personally. So how are you in the fashion anything? Right. So maybe that's more of a dollar bill thing, media stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that that's true. Because I did find that odd. But did you notice? I'm sure you did. When Vivian comes and tells Caroline about this press conference. The look on Margot's face. Oh my gosh. If looks could kill. Caroline oh. and Vivian would be dead. Because she had this look on her face. Like she was so... I don't know if she was jealous. I, I don't know, but she had a very uh, mean look on her face. Whoa. Yeah. Did you notice what? that? Yeah, there were flames in those eyes. There she was. was. She was possessed. There was she is a good actress, whoever she is. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know your real name. Margot. Amazing. I hope she won awards because she her she is she is fabulous. She is. And you know what? She's on another soap. I'll have to look it up because I can't remember at this moment, but she is on another soap right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz she's good. Yeah, she is. And um I I think you're right because last week or the week before you said I think that it's a lot like I think it's jealousy. Is like part of it because she wants to be in the position Caroline is in. Like she wants to be marrying Ridge. She wants to be doing the press conference. Like she's jealous. Yeah. I mean, we found out last week that two years ago they stopped whatever was going on. Two years. Two. Yeah. And yeah. That's crazy. Well, she, that girl is not over it. Not in, the, not in the slightest. Now we head over to the press conference. And everyone is, you know, waiting for Caroline to get there. Ridge is there. A bunch of press is there. Caroline arrives. 
And everyone's all excited. Ridge, so Ridge announces, this is her. This is the future Miss Forrester, Mrs. Forrester. And here's where we actually did learn some things. So maybe this is why Caroline doesn't have friends. We learn that, thanks to the press, that she just moved after her mom died to L.A. So her and her dad originally are from the Midwest. Right. And she graduated from Northwestern. After her mom died, her and her dad moved to L.A. And she also said that she met Ridge on a flight in first class, of course, from New York. So we did get to learn a few things about her. So I guess all her friends are like out in the Midwest or in New York or whatever. Yeah. So that that kind of makes sense why she doesn't seem to have any, you know, friends. Yeah, slightly. <laughs> I don't know. I make friends easy, so I don't know. I'm a little social butterfly. I don't know. Well, maybe people can't take her, you know, her daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Margot steps out because she- She has a phone call and the press conference is over and everyone leaves and Ridge is so happy and he's, you know, he's so sure he's gotten away with his little tryst. Yeah. Right. And they're all happy and lovey-dovey. They're talking about the party and how Kristen will be there and blah, blah, blah. And then she tells him that she invited Margot, and he is not happy about it. And, of course, he doesn't tell her why. Of course he doesn't. How does she not pick up on that? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> and then the big moment that we've all been waiting for, Chelsea. <laughs> Ridge finally tells her that he loves her. Right? I literally, I was like, oh, what? And then she confirmed for us, that's the first time you said that. So you are telling me that someone who has never said I love you, you were like, yeah, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to go for bat for you and tell Everyone who is telling me they're surprised as all get up <laughs> that you were getting married at all. That didn't click nothing in your damn brain. Nothing in your brain clicked that, hmm, maybe this isn't a great idea. No, she was like, I'll totally marry you. Everyone's telling me they're surprised. You've never said I love you. Yeah. I don't know. It's insane. It's totally insane because you're right. She even says, oh, you've never said that before. And I'm like, oh, my, really? Like, you're marrying this guy in, like, two days, and he's never even said he loves you. All he's done done is pressure you to have sex with him. (laughs) And you didn't think it was weird at all. That he'd never said I love you, but he'll ask you to marry him. 
because you said you won't have sex until you're married. And that didn't make you think nothing at all. Nothing. No. Nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. Okay. And, um, you know, like, according to Caroline, he's never pressured her one time. Chelsea, what are you talking about? Oh, my bad. I must be sensitive. <laughs> yeah. That's what, what are you saying, Chelsea? God, Ridge is a great person. I know. I, you know what? I'm just jaded. I must just be jaded. <laughs> Margot's phone call is from Bill, and he says he needs to see her ASAP. She knows something's wrong, and she, she immediately leaves to go see him. And then we head over to the Forrester Mansion with Stephanie and Kristen. Stephanie is trying to be nice and civil. They're both on, like, their best behavior, you can tell. They were just talking, and Kristen's like, I feel like you never even wanted to be close to me. You never reached out to me. And Stephanie's like, don't be... That's ridiculous. Like, don't be ridiculous. You're my child. Stephanie explains that she wants to be closer. They just agree to try to be nice to each other and to at least try to get along and start over. This conversation was very tense. And I thought, okay, something happened. There's no, so, there's more to this story. Than we know. It reminded me of a few years back for um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. If you don't Uh watch it, I'm sorry. I'm just going to explain it real quick. (laughs) The main character, Teresa, and then her sister-in-law and brother are also part of the show. So, Melissa and Joe. And... When they would argue, it was very much, you did this. No, you did this. No, you did this. And I so was getting that vibe between Stephanie and Kristen. It was just like very, it was very like, you don't even know who I am. Well, you don't even know who I am. The complaint they had against each other was the same. So right. what one yeah. was complaining against one was the same complaint the other person had a, against them. So yeah. there's no solution to it. There's like the back. It's just constant back and forth because you're both doing the same fucked up shit to each other. Exactly. And in case you don't know, their fight ended up with Teresa's husband, Joe, and her brother, Joe, in an actual altercation, like an actual fist fight. Yeah. Okay. Because there was, it was so tense. And you're right. There was no way to solve it. And they ended up actually fighting each other. Yeah. They would get in arguments like, you don't spend enough time with our parents. No, you don't spend enough time with our parents. Like, Whatever they had against each other was the same thing. And so when Stephanie and Kristen were arguing, it was like, one was saying, you've never taken the time to get to know me. Well, you've never taken the time to get to know me. And it's like, um, excuse me here. 
You are mother and daughter. So whatever, I'm sorry, whatever bratty stuff Kristen was doing, Stephanie is always the mother. Therefore, when she, when Kristen was in her youth under 18, she should have taken the higher road. She should have stuck her pride somewhere the damn else. She should have made a connection with her daughter. It is not the daughter's responsibility to get to know the mother and such and such and such. So whatever Stephanie's gripes are, she can shove it. Because it was her responsibility to fucking nurture... Sorry, bad word. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was her responsibility to get to know and nurture her daughter. It is not the daughter's responsibility to nurture and get to know the mother on a personal level. You are the mother. Come on, Stephanie. Get it together. Yeah, I agree. And as, as I'm watching this, I thought... Okay, did you not live in the same house? Like, what is going on with you two? Right? Like, that's your daughter, right? Like, you're not pulling no weird, you know, it's actually someone else's or something. Like, you grew up in the house with each other, right? You raised her. She grew in your belly. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. They were fighting like sisters. They weren't fighting like mother and daughter. You grew this person in your body for eight months, gave birth to them, raised them, taught them to speak, walk. Well, maybe she did. Maybe a nanny did. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) supposedly, she did that. And then you're arguing like you're sisters. You're not sisters. Like, in some aspects, I understand and I respect Stephanie for her strength, her power, her whatever. But in other aspects of her life, I'm just like, okay, your pride is way too in the way. It almost seems like they're jealous of Eric's attention. Yeah. Which is weird. And gross. Yeah. That would more happen in like a step parent situation than a biological situation. That's what I'm not understanding. Yeah, it's confusing. I guess eventually we'll find out. It will unfold. Oh, yeah. Now we head over to Bill's condo, right? Margo arrives and Bill tells her, <laughs> he oh. tells her, you are not going to believe what. I found out. And I'm like, really? Really? I think she will because she's been trying to tell you this whole time. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. No, this part, I was like, ah! I had to laugh. I had to laugh because the way he he was like, you're not going to believe this. And I'm thinking, um, yes, she will. He tells her everything and he's so conflicted because he does not want to destroy his daughter. But he also does not want her to marry Rich. And of course, Margo's not surprised at all. You know, Ooh. she's like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, told you that. <laughs> That's what I've been not been telling you this whole time. <laughs> exactly. He wants to kill Ridge, like literally. But he doesn't want to hurt Caroline. So he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, right? And Margo's worried because he's having this party. And she's like, you're going to have to pull it together, okay? You're going to have to pull it together for your daughter. 
Yeah, like, he was literally, like, shaking with anger. Yeah. And he's like, I know that I have to tell her, but how? And Margo's like, oh, yeah, you need to tell her. And that is how episode 13 ends. Now we head into episode 14. The show opens at the Forrester Mansion with Eric and Kristen. And this triggered Chelsea. <laughs> All I have to say about this entire scene is ew. And I'm just going to let you go with it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I don't, I'm not even sure what to say either. So Eric comes home and he's super duper happy to see Kristen. And she's been gone for a year and she hasn't come home. He knew like exactly. He was like a year, this many months, this many weeks. I was like, okay. Wow. (laughs) Did you catch that part? Uh, Facebook memory. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay. And she tells him that. She did talk to Stephanie, and they agreed to try to get along and coexist. You know, they're going to do their best. And then they just have, you know, like, they chit-chat about how Caroline is amazing, and she's so good for Ridge. And then Eric tells Kristen that he really wants her to move back home. And they did this strange, like, I'm going to put my finger on your face. And then you're going to put your finger on my face thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, that's cute when you're little. But, like, don't be putting your finger on my face, okay? That's weird. Yeah, triggered. COVID triggered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, they're, like, all, like, hugging and, you know, like, real close and loved up to each other and... Maybe that's what triggers Stephanie, right? Maybe she is jealous of her daughter. They were literally like arms around each other, like middle school dance style, having this full conversation. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a lot. Like a hug and then you separate and you have a conversation. But you don't like stay like in each other's arms, like in the hug like it was it was strange yeah i love eric don't get me wrong but it was weird yeah so i am thinking she's gonna end up moving back home that is my prediction i could see that now we head over to bill's condo with bill and margo again and bill is spiraling (laughs) he is spiraling He does not know what to do. Should he tell Caroline about Ridge? Should he not? What should he do? And of course, Margo's like, you need you need to tell her. Like, that's not even a question, but you can't do it right now because you have this party. (laughs) And he's like, but I know it's going to destroy her. I know it is. And then he's like, you're going to stay for this party. He doesn't even really ask. He's like, I need you at this party. And she's like, okay. Yeah, he wanted her to stop him from doing anything completely crazy. But I'm just kind of like, Margo is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) 
Margot saying you have to tell someone anything kind of makes me be like, what? Excuse me? Like, you are allowed to not speak on whatever your issue is, but you're going to turn around and tell someone they have to do something? I don't know, Margo. Maybe you should give him a little more ammo. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. You're right. That's a good point. Like, you're telling him you need to say something, but you won't even tell us what is going on, Margo. <laughs> Obviously, in a real-life situation, everyone chooses to tell their trauma whenever they choose to tell it, and that's fine. But this is a soap opera. We need to keep the story moving. So for her to be telling someone not to say something is, like, hypocritical. In real life, obviously, it's different. Yeah, of course. But we don't want to wait forever to learn what happened, Margot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he he feels like he needs her at this party to stop him from doing anything he'll regret. Now we head over to Forrester Creations with Ridge and Caroline. And, ew, like, they're all lovey-dovey. They're making out. And she's like, I noticed that you've changed. And he tells her again that he loves her. I don't know if I'm buying it, but all right. Sorry, I cannot take that ride. (laughs) It's just like, so, like what, a night or two ago, two nights ago, let's say, you had no problem sleeping with Alex and, you know, partying with her. And then now, because you didn't get caught, now all of a sudden you're, you're head over heels in love with her. Okay, buddy. Sure, buddy. Sure. <laughs> now we head over to the Logan house with Brooke and Beth. And I'm sorry, Chelsea, but I swear these Logan women and and the you know what? And the brother. But these Logan women are obsessed with this wedding. Yeah. Like that article has been in every scene I think almost every okay so to maybe date it better would be maybe like a was the royal wedding around this time like Diana and uh Charles was that around this time probably wasn't what I think that was in the 80s maybe that's a better comparison where it's like you see it happening but you don't really have like a direct connection or nothing but you're just like oh to be a princess to be a prince okay yeah all right I can see that maybe that's the angle that it was more like than I mean obviously modern day is the Kardashian reference that's the family that we follow but when Meghan and Harry did their shindiggies then it was very much about them so maybe it's more of like that type of thing Yeah, that's true. That is a really good comparison, actually. Once again, they're looking at the article, and Brooke is like, oh, you know, like, it would be so cool to, you know, know him. Wouldn't it be so cool to know him? And I'm like, once again, poor Dave. Aww. Right? 
Poor Dave, Steve, Dan, Tom, what your name is. <laughs> I kept calling him Mike. Steve. I, I thought his name was Steve. Yeah, poor Dave. Aww. So, Beth decides to drop a bomb. Uh-oh. That she went to college with Eric. And they were in... Yeah. And they were in the same graduating class. Brooke's like, oh, did you know him? But before she can even answer, Brooke is like, what am I saying? Of course you didn't know him. Oh, dang. Burn. Rude. Right? Like, go to the emergency room because that's a bad burn. Bad, bad burn. Brooke is like, oh, imagine if you would have married Eric instead of dad. Just like I do on the daily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then Beth is acting all weird, right? Yeah. She doesn't say anything. And Dave arrives to have dinner with Brooke. And they start making out on the couch. Brooke stops him and she's like, uh, what are you doing? My mom's in the other room. And I just have to say, Chelsea, did you see Brooke's mom jeans, giant belt, and like cowboy shirt? <laughs> I did. I tried to block it out of my mind, but thank you for bringing me back to this sad, sad place. (laughs) I literally paused it, and I was like, Joe, Joe, look at her outfit. I was like, I want that outfit. And he's like, he just looked at me like, I don't think so. But it, it was hilarious, though. I was like, oh, my God, her belt is, like, bigger than me. It was great. So once again, right, they start talking about the wedding. And I'm like, would you give Dave a break? Like this poor guy, you just keep throwing it in his face. Like, well, we could never have a wedding like this. Like that's you're not saying those words, but you're saying I want this. Like I want a wedding like this. And I'm like, poor Dave. Right. Just break up with him and stop it already. I know. Uh, poor guy. Aww. Then we finally, I was wondering what the heck was happening. So we finally get back to the conversation of their, you know, genius plan to use Brooke as bait to catch the van guys. And Dave's like, you know what? I don't want to do it now. I changed my mind. And so Brooke's like upset and she's she says, oh, let me guess. Storm got to you. And Dave's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's too dangerous. So, of course, this pisses Brooke off. And she's like, these guys will strike again. They're going to attack some other women. And you know what? We're doing it. And she's determined that she's going to convince Dave that they are going to go ahead with this plan. Yeah, I don't know. You know how I feel about this plan. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you gonna do? Thumb out on the Hollywood Boulevard? Like, what's happening here? What? There is no plan. Yeah, and I'm like, 
finally this is brought up again because I'm I, I would like to know myself what is what is the plan. So now we have to wait like another week because I you know I don't know if we're even gonna get to find out what the plan is. Mm-mm. There's no plan. <laughs> the plan was hey, instead of going after criminals that we have no way of finding at all, marry me. <laughs> Chelsea's like, quit saying, there's a plan. You know what? Quit calling in a plan because you don't have a plan. No. Well, she was just going to walk up and down that same street hoping that they're parked there again, I think. Yeah. That was the plan. And that is not constitute as a plan. That is, <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's, 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 I mean, I think you could be arrested for that, actually. <laughs> Probably. Prostitute. I don't know. No plan. Plan was, let me distract you. Marry me instead. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. <laughs> now we head over to the Forrester Mansion with Thorn, Kristen, and Ridge. And basically, they're just really happy to see their sister... And they're, you know, all excited. And then Stephanie walks in. And she's like, what are y'all doing? It's time to go. Let's go. We got to go to the party. The boys leave, right? Thorn and Ridge leave because they're going to drive their own car. And then these two, they're weird, okay? Every time they're on there, they're just weird. So they both tell each other how lovely they look. And Stephanie has, like, she has the weirdest look on her face. It's that superficial, like, oh, I like your necklace. Oh, thank you. I like your whatever. Like, it was so superficial. Like, they they could have already been at the cocktail party and been introduced to each other for the first time. That's how superficial and non-actual conversation it was. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, is that really your mom? Every time I think that. And did you, I have to say this. You're going to, you're going to get mad, but I have to say it. Did you, or did you not absolutely love Kristen's white sequined shirt with the pleated white skirt, full white, and her lovely banana clip? Did you not love it? Oh, it was fabulous. I knew you would love it. I need that outfit. No, my favorite is actually Caroline's outfit. The sheer, the sheer sparkle, poofy shoulders, polka dot skirt. Like, I mean, that outfit looked better than the wedding dress. I'm just going to put it out there. Oh, yeah. I have that written down. Don't worry. I knew you'd love it. I'm going to find that and send it to you. Yes. Someone Photoshop my face on it, please, because I actually love that. (laughs) Oh, oh, just wait. Just wait, because there's more to that outfit, too. Now we head over to Bill's condo. And, you know, they're getting ready. They have servers. It's decorated. They got champagne. And they're getting ready for the party. And Bill literally looks sick. Like, he looks like he's agonizing over what he should do. Like, 
I, I literally did feel sorry for him because that is a horrible situation to be in. I feel like he aged like 10 years from the previous episode. <laughs> yeah, he did. The guests start to arrive. And here's what I wrote. Chelsea, did you see Caroline's dress? It's shiny black on top with a see-through sleeve and a very big puffy, puffy, black and white polka dot skirt on the bottom. And don't forget the huge bow in her hair that's, like, bigger than her head. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Honestly... Don't Photoshop my face. Just put Jojo. What is her name? Jojo Siwa. Just throw her little mug on there because that's her in like 10 years. I want someone to Photoshop Chelsea with the huge black bow in her hair. (laughs) I actually have quite a few large bows. (laughs) I know. I didn't want to admit it, but I had a bow like that. <laughs> oh, literally for my birthday this year, I'll, I'll post it on Instagram so all y'all can see and I'll tag our, our everything. But literally for my birthday this year, someone bought me one of those giant like cheerleader bows and it has like rainbows and unicorns on it. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, I do. I do. I love me some polka dots. I love me some sparkle. And I love a big bow. So Caroline, she wins the cocktail party. Yeah, this is Chelsea approved. Margot arrives. And Stephanie's immediately suspicious, right? And Bill acts like he doesn't know her. And Stephanie, Mm -hmm. of course, Stephanie notices. And she's like, uh, they seem like they already know each other. And okay. Eric's, <laughs> and Eric's like, what? At this point, I was like, why do you care? Stephanie, why do you care? Because she questions, like, she tells Eric, I think they know each other. And Eric's like, what are you talking about? Like, be quiet, whatever. You know, brushes it off. But I'm like, yeah. Stephanie, why do you care? And if anything, you should be happy because if she's boning Bill, that means she ain't boning Eric. Thank you. Why do you care? Why are you upset? I don't understand. You just want to be mad. She just want to be mad. She just don't like Margot. Yes. Period. I thought you were mad because she was sleeping with Eric. Now you're mad she's sleeping with Bill. Why do you care? That is a good question. Margot is concerned for Bill, of course. Of course. And she thinks this party is just too much for him. And then Ridge arrives. And Thorn. And Bill starts to walk over there. And I'm like, uh-oh. And Margot grabs him and she's like, no, no, no. You got to calm down. You oh. have to play it cool for your daughter. Right? So he stops. And then Margot walks over and Stephanie is like... Margo, um, have you met Bill before? And I'm like, dang. And, and, and Margo's like, no, I, I haven't. And Stephanie does not buy it. Uh-uh. I think it was Eric that said, 
Bill seems off tonight or seems like he, he's not feeling good or something. And Margo's like, oh, he's just tired. And Stephanie gives her a look like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, I know you're lying. I know you know him, and I know you're lying. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Stephanie asked her, she was like, what, how would you know that? And she was like, oh, because I talked to him. And she's like, really? I think yeah. you've known him before this. And she didn't fully say yes, and she didn't fully say no. And then Eric got distracted, so she was able to avoid. But then there were the... Margo was taking a drink and, like, staring at what she was drinking, like, trying to avoid the eye contact. And Stephanie was just burning holes in the side of Margo's face. Like yeah. That look. That look Stephanie gave her was like, I know you're lying, okay? I know you're lying. Right? And then Eric makes, like, a really sweet toast. I didn't write the whole thing down. They love Caroline, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're so happy she's in the family. And then wow. Caroline puts Bill on the spot. And she's uh-huh. like, okay, it's your turn to make a toast. And I'm like, oh, this poor guy. This is when I was like, we need a Quinn moment. We need a digital frame yeah. to flash a picture right <laughs> now. <laughs> That would have been awesome. That would have been great. Back then, the the only thing he could have done was like tape it to like no. the mantle or something, and then like, like show. Yeah, pull down a projector. Get a projector. Yeah, <laughs> like in school, the projector. Personal jinx. You owe me a coke. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry for him. Yeah. Later in the night, Bill tells Ridge, look, I need to talk to you alone tonight. And it's important. And Ridge is like, he gets this look on his face like, oh, shit. And he's like freaking out now. And his, his, you know, La La Land, happy-go-lucky, I got away with it, is gone. Yeah, no, he needed to check his shorts after that. <laughs> yeah, he did. And that is how episode 14 ends. <clears throat> A perfect Thursday. Yes, get the motion going. Monday, set the president. Tuesday, Wednesday, build up, build up. Thursday, it starts happening. We're going into Friday. TGI Friday. Ooh. All right. That brings us into episode 15. The show opens at Bill's condo at the party. It's winding down. Everyone's leaving. Everyone's gone. And Bill, Bill, nope, not Bill. Ridge and Caroline are on the balcony kissing. That would be a problem if it was Bill and Caroline. But would it be surprising? (laughs) No, not really. So, everyone is gone, and they start discussing how great the party was, blah, blah, blah. And then Caroline asked Ridge if he noticed that her dad was acting weird. And he's like, "Mm, no, not really, you know, no. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Uh, Yeah, yeah. you did. How would he? He's met him all of, what, three times (laughs) in his whole life? Yeah, I totally know his demeanor. No problem. 
Yeah, but after he said that to him, I'm like, you know that something's up. Well, yeah, because even Stephanie and Eric were like, what's up with Bill? What's up with Bill? And nobody's ever met him more than a handful of times, so obviously there was a vibe in the air. Right. So Caroline, has like, she just gets this weird feeling. I guess she's just perceptive, and she's like, look, do you have any regrets? Or is there anything that you need to tell me? Is something going on? Because guess what, Chelsea? Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but the next day is the wedding. Like, it's the big day. So in two days, they're getting married. Uh. (laughs) Right? And she's like, is there anything I need to know? And I'm like, girl, (laughs) there's so much you need to know. Yeah, like, you need to know his birthday, what is he allergic to, his blood type, his pants size. Um, What kind of oil does his car take? I don't know any freaking thing besides his name and where he works. Yeah, exactly. And then we see that Bill, which this was kind of creepy, but Bill is standing in, like, the living room in, like, the shadow like the oh, shadows, yeah. watching them. <laughs> He's watching them. Okay, so is this like, I would say this is like a 50% door crack. Because I'm not one afraid he could hear them. And also I make the case for what they were saying wasn't that important. But he was just watching. So we haven't got our full door crack yet. Right, it's like a mini crack. it's like a baby crack right yeah because a door crack i mean it has to be vital information or top secret information and it needs to be fully heard so we ain't fully there yet we we're getting close though we're getting close right caroline walks ridge out And she is so happy. Like, she's doing little twirls. Like, she is just over the moon happy. And you can tell this makes Bill feel so much worse. Like, he already feels bad. And now he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to destroy her. He couldn't even speak. Yeah. So he tells her that he has to go out for a little while. And she's like, I hope it's a lady friend. A lady friend. And he's like, no, no, no. It's business. And she's like, okay. And then, you know, she's like, love you, daddy. And she, like, goes off to bed. Mm. Yeah. And Bill, there's a, a pause. Like, one second where he looks like he might tell her. But then he just can't do it. And she goes off to bed. Would you be able to do it? No, I wouldn't want to, no. <laughs> I would. That's so horrible. I would. I, I would. I think I would do it in a different way. Like, I don't want to be the one to have to tell her, but I would figure out a way for her to find out. Oh, no, hell no. I would have bested in that room. Straight from Conway's office, like, (laughs) sit down, look at it, call him, call it off. 
you know how she is, right? She probably would say, oh, this is just an old picture, daddy. No. You know she would. See, I'm a hard truther. I don't know. No, I would be ruthless. It's a good thing I don't have kids. (laughs) No, no. I would just be like, here's the picture. No, it was yesterday. No, call him. Break it off. What do you need? You need a drink? You need ice cream? What do you need? It's done. No. (laughs) I'm I'm not having it. That's it. Now we head over to the Logan house. And this is actually our first sort of crack in the door. So. No. No, 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 no. Chelsea's rule does not qualify. Not pertinent information. Okay, Chelsea don't agree, but technically someone was eavesdropping through a crack in the door. (laughs) We're upstairs with Katie and Beth. And once again, Katie's all upset because of her acne and her face. And she's like, you know, whining about it. And, And Beth is trying to tell her that it's getting better. And she's like, no, it's not. Don't say that, you know. And she's all sad. And she tells her mom, look, I'm upset because no guys want to date me. And I really like Rocco. And I had fun with him, but he never called me back. And we see Donna is standing outside the door. The door is cracked. (laughs) Chelsea. And she's listening to their conversation. And so she decides she's going to fix it. And I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. This is not a good idea. All right. So I'm just going to say that the reason it doesn't apply is (laughs) whether Donna was standing outside of the door or in the room, Katie would have said the same damn thing. Therefore, not pertinent information, not the official crack in the door. Okay, guys, you tell us. Was that the first crack in the door or not? We will put up a poll. Okay? And I'm just going to say, I already won. It's not pertinent information. When you eavesdrop through a crack... In the door, Chelsea. It is a crack in the door. Well, the people will speak, and they will be on my side. All right. We'll see. We're going to put this on all the socials because I want to know what everyone thinks. I mean, if if the people say, I'm, you know, I believe in the system. Okay. So (laughs) the people say that it was officially the crack in the door I will go with it it is what it is but I feel it needs to be pertinent information that would not have been said in front of said eavesdropper Katie would have said it whether Donna was in the room or not so doesn't count to me all right we'll see we'll see what everybody says now we head over to the Forrester Mansion and this was very dramatic Okay, guys, Ridge is waiting by the phone in the dark 
with his tie, like his 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 bow ties all undone because he was all dressed up in his tuxedo for the party. And he's totally bummed. Like he's just totally freaking out. And he's not sure if it's about the photo, but he's pretty sure that it is. Thorn, who is very sweet, by the way, comes down to see if Ridge is okay. And he's concerned, you know. And poor Thorn, right? He's trying, he wants to help, but Ridge won't, like, he won't tell him what's going on. So Thorne is like, well, I wish I knew, like, what was going on. Am I supposed to, like, read between the lines or what? And then Ridge is like, you know what, Thorne, just go to bed. Uh, okay, rude. Right? Thorne starts walking off. And this is where I thought we were going to have a valid crack in the door slash eavesdropping on the staircase. Yes. This would have been the situation to drop the ease. Yeah, it would have been perfect. The phone rings and Ridge is all like, you know, and he answers. And Bill, of course, is like, look, I want to see you at your office now. And he just hangs up. Uh oh. <laughs> Danger. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. So now we head over to Griffey's. This is like, I think last week we were talking about it. And this is like the Peach Pit, the, what else did we call it? The Max. Yeah, it's like the Hangout or whatever. I think I didn't say the name right. But it's actually Griffey's. So we're heading over to Griffey's with Donna and Rocco. And Donna asked him, (laughs) I'm sorry, Chelsea, but I cracked up. I had to pause it because she goes, do you work here? Did she just ask that? Really? And then I started laughing and I'm like, he's wearing a bright yellow uniform shirt. With an apron and black pants. No, he don't work there. No, he don't work there. He's just wearing what all the other workers are wearing because he thinks it's cool. Right? And then I'm thinking, like, oh, is this where he took Katie the other day? No wonder the waitress was mad. She was probably covering his shift, and he needed the night off, and he brings the day into the place. (laughs) I'd be mad too. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just got a kick out of this whole thing. Donna says that she needs to talk to him about Katie. Mm. Right? And he wants to know he wants to know why she didn't tell him about her face. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like she has a third eye. Jeez. And I was like, that is rude. And and for, at first, Donna goes, what? And he's like, um, why didn't you tell me about the acne? And so Donna gets upset. And she's like, you need to look past that, right? You need to look past the acne because she is a beautiful girl. 
which she is a beautiful girl, but they accentuate her pimples. Like they do a lot of like shading and like they make it very, they make them look like mini volcanoes on her face. Like I understand, I understand her upsetness of it all. Oh yeah, I do. I do. And especially a sister like Brooke and Donna, like, come on. Oh, for crying out loud. For crying <laughs> out loud. Your sister has to be two, like, beautiful, gorgeous people. And you're like, right. really? One of your sisters is so hot, your brother wants to stare at her all day. <laughs> yeah, like, really? That is tough. That is tough. Yeah. So after she says, you know, look past the acne because she's a beautiful girl. Then he actually says that he would rather date Donna. Oh, he was kind of being a jerk. Let's be real. And he's totally hitting on her. And I'm like, this is really a bad idea. Right. So Donna just says, can you please Go on another date with my sister. Can you can you at least like see her again? And then she goes, Oh no, she didn't. That's exactly what I said. Because then she goes, Please, can you do it for me? And like and bats her eyes, and I'm like, What are you doing? Ew, I know. And then he was all like, Oh, you want me to ask her out again? Okay. <laughs> like, ew, like it's not like oh, do you want me to bring this into the room? Oh, do you want, like, it was that tone, like, what? Yeah, yeah. And she's all like, can you just please do this for me? And she, like, leans towards him. And then he smiles, and he's like, okay, okay, Donna, I'll do this just for you. What the F? Okay, are y'all forgetting that Katie is, like, a whole person that has feelings? Right? Right? This is a train wreck. This is not good. <laughs> this is the maybe this is what traumatizes Donna to not want to go with any kind of plan in the future. <laughs> Cuz this is yeah. so bad. A little while later, Rocco shows up. Like he leaves work and he shows up at the Logan house to see Katie. Beth opens the door and of course, she's just surprised to see him because it is nighttime. Right? I mean, it's kind of late. And she goes upstairs to get Katie. And she's like, wipe those tears and get downstairs. We're here to see you, you know? Get it together, girl. She's like, my face. You know, she's like, my face. Katie comes downstairs and she's so happy to see him. And, you know, it's like the teenager thing where you're like shy and, you know, you know how teenagers are. He tells her that he's been thinking about her and he just wanted to stop by to say hey and to see her. And of course, she's absolutely giddy, you know, she's so happy. And he's like, I can only stay for a few minutes. And then before he leaves, he gives her a flower. And I'm like, oh, crap. Now she's head over heels in love with him. Yeah. And I just wrote, this is bad, Chelsea. Very bad. <laughs> this is my second condo of the week. This does not spark joy. This does, this gots to go. She's going to take that flower. You know what she's going to do? She's going to smash it in a book so it flattens and dries because this is the 80s. And that is what we do. 
Um, yeah, no. No joy is sparked. Second condo of the week. It's got to go. Yeah, no. It's gross. So guess what? Now we have made it to the last scene. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Woo! We made it. Now we head over to Force of Creations with Ridge and Bill. And this was amazing. Loved it. Uh. Bill walks in and he's got his cane and he's like twirling it. And I was like, ooh, is he going to hit him with his cane? (laughs) I literally wrote, is he going to beat him with the cane? No, he didn't. (laughs) That's what I thought. Oh my gosh, is it like a, is it a 007 thing? Is it a gun? Is he going to like shoot him with his cane? Like what is going on with the cane? Yeah, and I don't know why he walks around with a cane, but he does. Bill walks in and he's like, you already know why I'm here. And he throws the picture at Ridge. Oh, this is so awesome. And then he goes, pick it up and look at it. And I'm like, oh, Nobody ever talks to Ridge like that. And he goes, he goes, it might refresh your memory. Oh, yes, I love this. This is awesome. $100 bill is flexing. (laughs) I wrote, you got to stop. Like, I wrote $100 bill, (laughs) y'all. Make it rain. Make it rain. So then Ridge is now, now he's freaking out. Okay. He don't even, he don't want to look at the picture. He knows what it is. And Bill's like, who is she? And Ridge doesn't want to say, he's like, does it even matter? And he's like, can you prove that this was before Caroline? Nope. You know, he can't because it wasn't. Nope. And (laughs) And so Ridge really just, he knows he's caught. He knows he's caught, so he admits it. He's like, it was a mistake. I was being stupid. It won't happen again. Uh, And he's like, I swear. And I just laughed. I'm like, that's hilarious. That is hilarious, Ridge. He is a sorry sack of... mm. Yeah, and he's like, I love love your daughter. We love Ah! each other. You got to believe me. And Bill goes, I don't believe scum. And I was like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, my heart be still. My heart be still. I loved it. And Ridge is like, but I'm sorry now. I'm so sorry. Mm. You can't tell her because it would destroy her. And I loved this part because Bill goes, oh, oh, I'm not going to tell her. Sadly mistaken, little boy. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. You are. I'm like, oh, my God. You're going to tell her that you can't go through with the wedding for whatever reason you want to tell her. I don't care. But you're going to tell her you're not marrying her. This wedding is off. This will never happen. It's over for good. Finished. Period. Yes. Yes, Bill. Make it rain. Woohoo! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> And that is how episode 15 ends. Oh, and scene. Oh. <laughs> it was oh. great. 
do you see why I wanted to skip ahead to Monday? But I didn't do it. I didn't do it because I knew I would slip up. I would say something. I didn't do it to y'all. Oh, but it was hard. It was very hard. It was very hard. Oh, oh yes. I was dying. Ooh. I was like, it wouldn't hurt if I just watched like five minutes of it. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I can't do it because the same reason I might accidentally say something. Yeah, that was, oh, Whew. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you guys cracked up as much as we did. Don't forget to vote in our crack in the door debate. Is that the right word? Sure. Even though I'm already right, but sure. No, no. It was a crack in the door, technically. Mm. So don't forget to vote. Was it a crack in the door? Was it not a crack in the door? You can get in touch with us at all our socials at The Bold and Beautiful Podcast. Make sure that you give us a five-star rating and a review on whatever platform you get your podcast from. Until next time, bye, guys. Bye.